Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. Hey community, you ever wanted to be on stage at Mobile Tech talking about what you do as a detailer or listening around and hearing about all the different things that others in the industry are doing? We're excited about being back on stage for Mobile Tech 2022 in Orlando doing podcasts. Sheldon, tell us about uh, tell us about what you have that is, is going to be so cool for people with the speaker and the beer, and it's going to be a fun little event. Oh, yeah. So and Pines and Polishing coming back, we'll have a nice big space. Uh, there'll be a stage up there where, of course, they'll be recording different podcast segments and all that. You can get up there yourself as a detailer and kind of just talk about different things that you like at the show or what you've been doing in the industry. And of course, we're going to have free beer there. So gra grab a glass. Um, we're going to be setting up some pub tables, kind of make it a little uh, fun hangout space and you know, just come hang out with your friends and maybe learn a thing or two. We'll have a little speaker so you can kind of hear what the podcast people are talking about. So you never know what tidbits you might pick up if you just come hang out and uh, have a cold one. Hey, here's to cold beer and community, no doubt. Yeah. And then also uh, the first time ever at Mobile Tech Expo, we're doing the Golden Mic Award for uh, podcasts. So as listeners of this podcast or any podcast you like, make sure you go to mobiletechexpo.com highlight over Orlando, and there is a golden mic nomination form. So nominate the podcast that you think is best and make sure you tell us why. We're going to really be paying attention to the why you think they should win, not just how many votes. We want stories of how this podcast changed your business or changed your life. So make sure you fill that out. And we look forward to giving those awards away Friday night. Hey, that's awesome. Thanks so much, Sheldon. Yep. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Welcome to the Pints of Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill. I'm your guide as we journey through the car care industry. You can find me and Nick on most platforms at HyperClean Store. Best way to get in touch there, go to HyperClean Specialist Facebook group. You can interact with us there or shoot me a text, 918-800-1188. And Nick, I am diving into the last of the uh, Sam Adams Holiday Beers for me. This is the Sam Adams Holiday White Ale. Listen, mighty white of them to uh, send it out. I, I'm a pretty big fan of white ales. The best white ale, though, I've had so far comes with a little bit of a scenery. And it was up in Longmount, Colorado, uh, where Fat Tire is made. You ever drink the beer Fat Tire? Yeah, I've had a few. Yeah, Fat Tire. And they made a Fat Tire white ale just around the holidays. And, oof. and, you, and you drank two of them and were full for the rest of the day but feeling oh so fine <laughs> oh so fine nick didn't have to had, drink eight of them you're right that was good enough had, had two of them and felt like i had eaten four steaks <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of steaks yeah any good ones lately well i mean those that listen continuously know that yes and yes i just uh that's a pretty much a daily occurrence in my life and uh don't have a lot of variance in my diet, to be honest with you. <laughs> I had some steak last night. Wow, look at you. Really, really thin steak that you get at the, <laughs> the Mexican grocery store and you make oh, a torta with. Man, got it. Yeah, love those. Uh, I think they call it carne asada, right? Asada, but yep. There's different names, I think, when you actually go to the grocery store. and So I don't know what we ate, but, uh, you know, just a little bit of seasoning, 
put uh, bell peppers and onions on the skillet and then mixed a bunch of cheese in with it. Made a nice little torta after I toasted the bread, man. It was delicious. Wow. I don't even know. Is that cultural appropriation? Are you allowed to do that? I don't know. It's kind of a wild world out there, my man. I want to be is. careful saying that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I like tortas. Oh, you're not allowed to say that anymore. Oh, sorry. That's add another one to the list. <laughs> well, you know. You never know. Is. We call ourselves coffee and cream. So, you know, we get to do things that not everybody gets to do. <laughs> Uh, and that'll be it for all the pints and polishing episodes from here to the end of time. <laughs> all right. So let's get into buying and selling. Uh, I had a fun weekend of stuff I'm going to buy and sell. I'm going to do both. So, you know, get, uh, why don't you lead us off? All right. I'll lead you off with one of them, right? First off is the one I'm selling. I think we've officially realized I'm selling kids birthday parties, but you can't really do that. So let's, you know, let's, let's step ourselves off that ledge. I, at least this time before the birthday party, I got them to commit to leave before the party started so that we can go get the present and attempt to be there on time. That's how we started. But then when we got there, God damn, I got to sell waivers. Fucking waivers are bullshit. If I can't press a button and you can remember me and I got to go through this big old fucking thing and we were just there three weeks ago for a birthday party. And I'm already not happy about suddenly getting talked into being here. And I can't come to you and tell you, here's the party. And we signed the fucking waiver three weeks ago. Let my the kid come in. Mm. <laughs> and then the amount of bullshit in that waiver. Listen, I, it was, I go, I know you can't sell waivers. I know you can't. <laughs> I'm fucking done with waivers. Like, mm. Get to with technology, which is what I'm going to be buying. Get with some technology. How the fuck can't you keep my waiver three weeks? Three weeks. Shit didn't change in three weeks. Dude, that is crazy. What was it, like a trampoline park or something? Yeah, one of those. Exactly. I know. It's like, what? You would you would just assume that, that somebody's making software for that now, and you just, you know, got everybody's information so you can email them and say, you know, 20% off birthday presents or something like that. Oh, yeah, they do. And then you still have to come back and fill out the goddamn waiver <laughs> three weeks later. Uh, what I'm selling is online reviews. Now, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Party <laughs> left an online review about waivers. Uh, what am I buying? I am actually, I'm selling the holiday season because I get surrounded by so many so-called car people. I'm telling you, dude, it is so painful. So painful. A guy paid a lot of money to have a C10 restored. He, he has an excellent old truck show quality to him. So we're at this little function. Mind you, it's very small. He goes, Hey, can you come look at my truck? Hmm. Yay. I said, uh, sure, man, I'll come look at your truck. Go out look at his truck it's first of all i hate two-tone paint jobs it's like i don't know who likes them i mean hot rod guys basically i mean that's the last dying breed of it but don't do a two-tone paint job but i can't talk people out of that i've been trying for 20 years it's hideous i'd rather so, see the flames than the two-tone <laughs> i'd rather i'd rather the thing burn to the ground than see either of those things so anyway i go and he's a nice guy. And he's like, oh, look at this, man. 
Hey, can you buff this out? I, I love that question. I look at it. The paint is lifted off the vehicle. Like, like a I bubble? said, it's not a bubble, but like a bubble. Let me get to the story. So he goes, I go, Hey man, what happened here? He goes, well, I had it painted. It's a reputable painter. I know the guy. He goes, I was in my garage working on it, popped the hood, the hood. I backed up and I have these things hanging from my ceiling for storage. And it kind of got caught and it scratched it. I said, uh, do you need glasses? He's like, well, I wear them sometimes. I said, you might want to put them on because that's not a scratch. The paint is off the vehicle. Now, it didn't chip off like people are thinking. It literally was just lifted off the surface and you could you could push it down. So there wasn't any view because it just didn't chip right. off. Just, just think about that. Just think about something. It got caught on a piece of metal. It was mm -hmm. fresh paint. It wasn't, you know, adhered very well, obviously. And it just kind of lifted off the surface. Again, I said, hey, man, you need to go back and have this area repainted. Just probably strip the hood and have it repainted. He goes, oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> nice enough guy. I said, hey, man, do what you want, whatever. I get ready to walk away. He goes, hey, can you look at this grill? I look at the grill. It's all rusted out. He goes, oh, this was the original grill. I saved it. I said, why didn't you send it to have it re-chrome? It's like $12. What are you doing? Like there's in Los Angeles, you can overnight ship it. Overnight shipping would cost you the same as having the service done. Like they do that shit all day, every day over there. He goes, Oh no, you can just get this metal polish. And I said, dude, there's a billion tiny little squares on this grill. Who's going to do that? He goes, how much would you charge me? I literally looked at him and said a zillion dollars. He goes, he goes, what do you mean? I said, literally, you would have to find $1 zillion to pay me to do that work. I said, because all I would do is take it off the car and send it to have it re-chromed. It doesn't need to be fit. It just needs to be redone. He's like, well, then it won't be original. I said, this is a resto mod truck. Nothing about this truck is original. It has AC in it. Dude, I am selling. I've been selling car guy for 23 years. But the holiday season for me is just brutal. It's the extra car guy now that you're the holiday in the holidays. And you're the you're, no, you, you know what it is? You're a trapped holiday guy. Yeah. That's the problem. It's like, dude, I, I know we have car people listening to this. And it's real cute you guys are into cars. Just be into cars. Don't be an expert because you're not an expert. I don't care how many car show ribbons you've won. You're not an expert. You don't know what you're talking about. I know people that get paid lots of money to write about cars for magazines. You guys would, we would all know motor trend, road and track. Doesn't matter. The amount they don't know about cars would shock you. That's all they do. It's like, dude, it's just, I can't believe it exists. And I was just trapped. And you know, of course, everybody says, were you nice? <laughs> I said, yeah, I was nice to a point. I was trapped. I thought you'd go, are you saying I'm not a nice guy? <laughs> well, I know I'm not nice when it comes to cars. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but he, I was out there for 30 minutes. By the way, it's like 35 degrees. Mm. I don't want to be out here. I don't give a rip about your truck. And you're certainly never going to hire me because you weren't even 
you were so cheap on this build, you wouldn't even send the thing to have it re-chromed for 50 bucks. So what's the odds you're going to pay me to polish this swirled out paint job? All right. So random, but there's this, right. I sent you a message last week. I think it was about dry icing. It's a new yeah. thing, right? Ish. I know it's been around a little bit, but it seems to be some, is that, is that a dry ice thing? Or are you saying re-chromed? Just, you just re No, they would they would dip it in an acid bath. They would strip everything off of it. It basically goes from tank to tank. There's probably like five or six tanks in the process. It gets to the end. It's re-chromed. It's just fresh. It's It goes from just like it was done at the factory. You know, just it would be like the day you would never know that anything ever happened. And like this is where the place you would draw the line of originality when there literally was nothing original on this truck. Nothing. Like the steering wheel wasn't even original and you're going to talk to me about originality on this. It's like, dude, I, I don't know. You know how it is, man. Everybody that's listening to this, that's a detailer. You've been trapped somewhere and it's just like some guy's telling you about a car as if he knows what he's talking and you're just going, come on, man. Like, just let me have a gingerbread cookie here and leave me alone. You know, it's it, it just, it is what it is, man. I mean, I don't know. You know what I am buying though? hundred percent buy-in what are those treats on the little square uh pretzels where they put a little bit of chocolate uh, have you ever had those things i have not i i've had definitely dipped pretzels but i haven't had something on top of a dip pretzel huh yeah no, no it's like a what are those square pretzels okay yeah so there's a square pretzel, you know, the ones that are like, you know, have like the square little squares in it. Then they mm -hmm. just put like a little dollop of like chocolate and like maybe Ooh. like an M&M on top. Dude, this, I got like, I must have eaten 300 you, of those things. You even have the itches now. Look at you. <laughs> you were thinking about it. It's like David uh, Chappelle and he's like, hey, uh, you got any of that dude, white girl? Huh? I was like, that is crazy. Crazy. It was so good. Hey, holiday snacks. There you go. I'm all in. Yeah, I... Holiday snacks is definitely going to be on my buy list here pretty soon as we get there. My mom makes what's called Texas trash. She throws a bunch of shit together and, you know. It's like checks Mix or something? Yeah, with a bunch of other stuff and oil and seasonings and nuts. and But it's just funny that she calls it Texas trash because, I mean, literally the, the OU Texas thing runs here very, very deep through, uh, through everybody. And she's even she went to school at OSU. So we still say Texas trash with everything. Like we just, it just is what it is. I'm sure the, uh, the Bama Florida line is the same way. You know, it just, yeah. it is what it is. All right. So I'm buying and for me. I told you I'm buying technology, but I'm buying it in a little bit different format because apparently we can have technology that does a waiver that takes 15 goddamn minutes they can't figure that out, but I love the technology of turning a plant into something that tastes like a pig. So uh, yesterday was breakfast time, woke up like, you know, I'm used to Sunday morning. I love biscuits, gravy, bacon, eggs. Like I love that. But I've uh, been talking to multiple people. If they they're seeing opportunities of what we're doing as a company, and we're talking through about longevity in business. There's also longevity in life, and longevity in life for me meant I had to cut back out certain things in my diet. I love sausage. I've tried bacon. 
and there's some turkey bacon that's okay but listen i found this uh it's crazy to think a plant that tastes it's not exact tastes pretty damn good did it with a biscuit did some eggs which I'm, I'm off of now egg yolks apparently egg yolks is massively high in cholesterol so egg whites and then this plant-based sausage sounds terrible i get it sounds terrible it's fucking delicious all while send, send your emails to info at <laughs> yeah, hyperclean says <right>? <laughs> about marshall's questionable decisions all while cooking and working i got to watch people surf off of a facebook live feed on my phone how cool is that i i mean a dude from oklahoma never surfed but it's number one on my bucket list i love everything surfing i've never even been a part of it right it just for some reason it's my thing and so i just sat there and got to watch these guys get pulled by uh wave runners to find these big old waves and then they fucking surf it's like this big old deal and it would Fucking, it was awesome. I was sitting there making goddamn vegan sausage, watching people surf off of Facebook. Excuse watching dudes with their shirts off. Hey, I mean, yeah. look, I got I got to tell you something. Real questionable morning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm with you though. Surfing's fun, so I'm 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 all I'm all. You in. surf? I don't know. You, you oh yeah, in San Diego, yeah. so. Yeah, no, and and uh, I've been to Hawaii a bunch. Like, dude, I, it's anything in the water in the ocean. I'm in. You can count me in. So, uh, you know, you're right. It's unbelievable the things that you could. Uh, it's unbelievable the things that you can do with your phone, right? Like, you can do so many things, and we're just tapping into it. Yeah. Like you said, you're sitting there like randomly just watching something you don't really know not anything about, but you're like, hey, I'm kind of interested in this. It's just like it, and it's halfway across the world. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, it's kind of like the technology in our multi-purpose cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about. Uh, that's a nice segue to, to not sure. Uh, yeah, exactly. the, the things that are interesting, I think, as we continue to to move forward, is is what changes, right? Like in the past. Right. My granddad, he had a heart attack. My dad had high cholesterol. They didn't have the things that we have today. Right. We got to adapt. Food always changes. Technology always changes. There's so many things that change. For instance, you having a shop and yeah. doing this really great change on a Range Rover, wasn't it? You're like, yeah. Range Rover autobiography. I had to rip off some crooked letters and uh, actually place them over the PPF and do it properly. Yeah. And then I was fighting adhesive for about six hours. Oh, Fun so time. Brutal. So we can change cars, but what about when cars change, right? We, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago with uh, what the, uh, the Dodge cars are changing because they have yeah. EPA they stuff. They have to meet EPA stuff. Yeah. Uh, I saw the coolest change of a car that I think I've seen in a long time. And it was the, the Mustang. Right? Was it yeah. the Maki? Yeah, Maki. Yeah, uh, I just kind of drove by it. It was the first one I had seen, though. But I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." And I pulled up next to it, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, leveraging the Mustang brand, right? Yeah. I mean, this is interesting for all the business owners listening out there. You know, we all have our opinions on car manufacturers, but you know, the Chevy Volt, which was released long ago, around the Prius time, you know, 
they've had to cancel that, right? They, they had to cancel it because it just wasn't that successful. So what, what a lot of car manufacturers think they have to do is they have to leverage the brand of Mustang to get you interested in their new EV. And that's exactly what Ford has done. And, and matter of fact, we, uh, we have gone all the way through the ordering process, but didn't pull the trigger on a Mach-E about oh, really? six months ago uh, because we just got a better, we had, you know, I got a phone call pretty, you know, close to when we were making the order that we had a deal on a car. Hey, would you be interested in buying it? It was too good to pass up. She, you know, it was great for our family. Uh, but yeah, I, I really think the Mach-E is better than any SUV from Tesla. I'm not a big SUV. Tesla does not do an SUV. Well, they do plaid, uh, they're, you know, plaid is really awesome. Tesla does their, their, their biggest sedan really well. Everything else I think is up for debate. Uh, but the Mach-E is to me, one of the best electric SUVs on the market. So Mustang goes from, uh, no crowds to no fuel, huh? <laughs> uh, All right. So what about Riven? Have you looked into Riven? Rivian? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, looks like they're going to disrupt the truck market in a big way. Uh, you know, it IPO'd. That's the reason it kind of hit everybody's radar. But Rivian's been in development for a long time. Supposedly, uh, you know, Lucid, which is another car company, they have a car that can go from Los Angeles to San Francisco on a single charge over 500 and some miles. Uh, we're going to see big disruption. And magically, as all this stuff is launching, Elon's talking about stepping down from Tesla because he doesn't really actually have the best technology. He never has. They don't own their battery technology. Uh, that's made by someone else. These other companies are way ahead of the game on batteries, and they're going to overtake Tesla as far as relevance uh, at some point. Tesla may have a big enough lead that they're always the biggest because being first matters in a certain way. Uh, but these other companies like Rivian and Lucid, those are those are big time players now are going to be. Yeah, I mean, but it's crazy to even think that because you mentioned right, like Prius was, <laughs> and we yeah, you, it's still a crazy amount sold. I mean, Prius is nutty. But it we used to laugh at them. Yeah. And to think the way everything's changing into, you know, it's a funny joke, no fuel. Would you have ever thought a Mustang? I get it. They're playing off the name, but yeah, still has the name Mustang on it. Oh, and it still has the badges. It still has the, uh, the design of a Mustang. It still has the taillights of a Mustang. Look, it's a Mustang. They, they, they went full, full boat on it. You know what I'm saying? Like that they, they committed to the Mustang branding and everything else. And, Look, man, it's a cool SUV. It's not, you know, it's not something, it's not my dream car or something like that, but as a utility for your family or, you know, in replace of trying to buy a Tesla, it's a great, I mean, their infotainment and their interaction and the way that everything goes, the vehicle's really nice. And again, this is where people are just going to have their opinions because they're all, oh, I, I don't like Fords and what it's like, dude, I don't, I don't think of it that way. It's a nice vehicle. They did a great job on it. It is what it is. Well, something else that's changing. There's no doubt uh, throughout our line as we've tried to look at how we need to move forward in areas. Um, listen, we we spent some time. We invested in. We we took our 
due diligence. We began to analyze where we need to be in a new change, right? Something that maybe was similar to what has been, as you and I have used throughout the 20 plus years that we've both been in the car care industry, we've used cleaners to, you know, break down grime off of tires to clean wheel wells, to clean wheels, engines. And it's usually a, a caustic, high pH, very strong. We called them in the past, right? A degreaser. Yep. In today's world, if you use that name around a product, uh, listen, times have changed. You don't necessarily want to say that you're going to be spraying a degreaser on a car. So we took the time to, well, elevate what we want out of a tire, trim, rubber, fender, wheel, engine, pretty much around yeah. the entire exterior of the vehicle, um, we've developed a really great product in TRX. Yeah. How do you define I mean, the change that that we've made? Yeah, it's it's a little more multi-purpose, right? It's a more useful product. Could you spray a heavy degreaser on paint and feel safe about it? Not really, because even if it just a little bit, we get some runs down the side, you get those marks, those burn marks in paint. I know everyone's seen them. A more multi-purpose type of cleaner like this, it's got all the strength you need, but we're able to manipulate the chemistry in a way we weren't able to manipulate it 10 plus years ago, five plus years ago, even in some cases. So what TRX is, is a multi-purpose cleaner that allows for a lot more universal type of use. I don't really love to take a harsh degreaser and spray it on plastics. Okay. I don't, uh, this product that, you know, we've tested on all kinds of plastics. Now, look, I want everybody to hear this. You should never let any chemical you use dry on the surface of anything. I don't care how gentle anybody tells you it is. There's always a risk. There's always a risk with chemicals, period. End of story. Doesn't matter which one. Hell, I don't let slick dry on the surface. I mean, I don't let soap dry on the surface and it, it, it would be perfectly safe. I just don't get into that habit. But I think where this one excels is you can use it on a lot of different surfaces that I don't necessarily think I would use it, use a degreaser on. Like, I don't feel all that safe spraying degreasers on paint. Our, our TRX product at the bottom, you know, to remove some traffic film or some heavy dirt, I would feel very comfortable and have used it in that fashion. And that's probably my favorite way. The, the new school running boards that get really beat up, you know, those types of things. This product is really robust and really universal. And there's even some interior applications of this but we'll kind of leave that for another day, um, you know, for, for some harsher stains in the carpet, things like that, that are certain, uh, have a certain base in them. Well, or like floor mats, you know, floor like mats, a rubber perfect floor example. mats, perfect example. Yeah. You know, you dilute it out far enough. It's, it's a mild enough cleaner at that point in time. It's perfect for floor mats. Yeah. And it's going to, it's going to have some bite to it, right? Like what we want to do is get a thorough cleaning. So, you know, I, I think for our TRX product, the thing I'm the most proud of is we've kind of taken this evolution of something that was really harsh and dangerous and made it a bit safer and a bit more multi-purpose. I think that's the way to look at it rather than 
you know, try to describe it any more than that. Like feel comfortable. I know you've sprayed it on mirrors. I know I've sprayed it on mirrors that were beat up. I, we've tried everything. And uh, you know, the thing is modern plastics are so sensitive that I almost think we're to a point that heavy degreasers got to be out of your hands. And that may be dramatic to some people listening to this, but modern plastic so poorly made, I, even on expensive cars, I don't know that I'm thinking that that's quality either. Like it, the plastic world has just gotten worse and worse and worse. And you got to adapt to that. And you're right. I did. I, I think I, I don't know if that was a story or I definitely took some photos, but uh, I definitely did. I sprayed it on, uh, on a side mirror. Um, and as a plastic mirror, one that uh, I'd sprayed before with some other products. And uh, <laughs> so I, here's the thing. I didn't see any new damage. <laughs> you know, <right>? like, <laughs> yeah, you and I test a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't make the cut. For those that, you know, those, those that haven't seen our vehicles, there's a lot of, uh-oh, that's not going to work in the market. <laughs> Which is what you should want, by the way. Yeah. You, you should want somebody that's putting this stuff to the test when their life is on the line. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, I, I did enjoy it, no doubt, the way it cleaned the tires, though. Uh, not only does it give, which, you know, as, as you and I, and this is what's funny, as we talk about what goes into a tire cleaner and and what what has changed in the market where you have to see now a change, right? Like you use, I personally, let me just say this personally. I didn't ever remember spraying products on a, on a tire and then specifically looking to make sure that, that it changed colors while I was spraying it no, off. We just, it, we just, we just sprayed it and moved on. I mean, look, that's where the internet's changed everything, right? There's a show to all of this. And, and again, there is some chemistry to it that it is more effective if we watch it pull something out of the surface. And so Again, I, I think you bring up a really great point. It's really robust. You know, again, you can use it four to one pretty much everywhere. Again, don't let it dry on anything. I just wouldn't get in that habit. I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's safe on anything. Look, this is a safe cleaner. Don't let anything dry. Okay, why get in that habit? I mean, it's especially those you run in a company and you may hire people like, you let something dry, that means they're going to let something dry. And you know what I mean? Like, you just don't want to get into that. But it's it's robust on anything. Lightly, you know, we got this wheel cleaner coming that is pretty revolutionary. This product, you know, you could throw a few ounces into a foam cannon with some soap or foam wash, strengthen up your soap a little. It's not going to be super strong, but maybe a little extra cleaning on a beat up truck or a car that's been through the mud or whatever. I mean, you, you can do a lot of really cool things with this, with this multi-purpose cleaner. The, the change, right? Like as, like you mentioned show, like as things began to evolve and change, we had to also, right? Like, but there's times in that conversation where we've wondered at what point do we, draw the line what point do we continue to move forward there's always so many things going on uh we could have taken a moment and and we could have said listen nick we're, we're in a dilemma right we're we can't we can't do it. like we can't nick nick we can't and we could always use that word we can't and we could constantly keep running into these dilemmas that we don't actually change anything 
We just simply run in this repeat pattern over and over of just dilemma after dilemma after dilemma after dilemma. Uh, I was on a conversation recently where it seemed like every single thing that this guy was going through, and he's not a distributor, we love the guy, you know, but was running into things at people's places and he was calling me for advice. And it's like, he just had dilemma after dilemma. And listen, there's got to be so much to when we're changing, when, as we've all seen change and we'll continue to change, that's what we do. That the mindset of always being stuck in the past, never really seeing the new future, aligning your own self with people who are trying to help you, aligning your company with other companies that are really trying to help change and not just stay doing the same thing over and fucking over, but continuing to evolve and move forward. There's no doubt that if you can begin in your own mental process to walk away from constantly putting out there's dilemma and never solving a problem. Wow. You get behind and behind and behind. The next thing you know, Whoa, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. And it's all preconceived notion, right? Like a lot of these conversations you have, and I'm familiar with the one you had is, well, what you guys, you guys just don't understand, you know, the people in my area, well, right. Like we hear detailers say that we hear everybody say that, and it's just, it's exhausting. And I don't know how it's not exhausting for them. Here's what coronavirus nailed into my head for eternity. This stuff isn't getting better. You have no idea what the world's going to look like month to month. Look, when you and I first started this, hyper clean world together in November, basically of last year, we really were talking about, Hey, let's talk about the year 2021 within about five minutes. We said, we have to stop, stop talking about the year and we have to now talk about things in month long spurts. That's how willing you have to be to pivot. We had a conversation today about some things internally. We may be pivoting on things that we just started doing three and four weeks ago. Not because we're ADD about it or we're not giving it a chance to marinate or anything like what it is, is, Hey, maybe we did something, you know, that wasn't where we should be. We got to pivot to this, just pivot 15% this way. And that can fix our problem. The, the, the guys that always talk about their problems and, and freely do it, they always have a dilemma because they're scared to death that they may have to look at one of their customers and say, hey, I'm right. You need to listen to me. But guess what? That's what your job is, no matter what you do. You got to prove to somebody you're the one that's right. And, you know, you and I've had this conversation over and over and over again. If coronavirus didn't teach you to be able to pivot and move your thought process a little bit more quickly than a couple of years ago, nobody's going to be able to teach you because the world just it, month to month is different. 
and it has been now for going on 20 months. Well, there's no doubt that our distributors don't have a dilemma mindset. They have a mindset of opportunity. And as more and more people begin to reach out, as more and more people begin to talk to us, what we are hearing, at least me, is, hey, we love the message you guys put out. We love that you create opportunity. We love that you're not just doing the typical BS like everybody else. We love what you're doing. So, yeah, innovation. That's what innovation looks like. Look, it's not always going to be comfortable. Yeah. One, one thing that we can say, I'll say it for myself. There's not a lot of people comfortable with some things that I've said since I've been on this podcast. And there's a lot of them. And they all share some pretty similar behaviors, which is they're attached to the old way. Instead of transforming and saying, okay, hey, I, I don't do, I don't cut paint with a seven inch rotary and 3M compound and polish and do three and four steps anymore. I was willing to change. It's really an odd thing, isn't it? That as things evolve, you evolve. And so again, I, I think it's a great point is, is our distributor network is growing so rapidly and all of these men and women are so committed to the opportunity that's in front of them. That's the coolest part. And guess what? When you get those dilemma phone calls and somebody's just negative Nancy for an hour, those things are getting less and less a part of our world and more and more, Hey man, I hope things work out for you. Click because there's just no time for it because there's too many people trying to work their ass off and trying to take this coronavirus and saying, Hey man, I've learned. I need to make some changes. I need to make some investments in my business. I need to make some investments in my future. And that is the cool part of it. We, we didn't share this to, to make it negative. It really is a positive. You can learn from people, family, friends that are always having a problem. You got to distance yourself from that stuff. And we've all been caught up in it. And it was, it was a funny conversation when you shared it with me. Yeah. Well, there's no doubt that uh, my change is over on this Sam Adams uh, <laughs> A uh, little variety pack, and this is a good one to end on, the Holiday White Ale. Citrusy and hazy, my kind of my beer. Uh, big fan of that one as I close out that uh, little pack. So, Nick, I'm going to have to find a new, a new beer for next week. So uh, There you go. I, I, might, I might have to try one of, those, uh, one of those fun things you've been drinking lately. Oh, nooners? <laughs> 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 hey, I'm all about some nooners. There's no okay, so all right, I was closing out, but you you made me have to tell another story. Have you ever listened to the the calls where the guy's trying to get his wife or girlfriend or significant other to meet him for a nooner? Oh, those are hilarious. <laughs> you know where hilarious. those guys are out of? Tulsa? Yeah. Hey, look at you. We got like four claims to fame. I'm not one of them. But they are. They are. Hey, good for uh, you. KMOD. Yeah, funny. yeah, KMOD was the local station that they started that on. Awesome. Yeah. That's funny. It was funny. It was always funny to listen to. So hell yeah. Good times. All right, Nick. Have a great week, Hi, man. Brother. See Talk ya. to you. Hey, if you got any value out of this episode, and I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. Hey, listen, please leave us a review or but the most beneficial thing, go share it with somebody. Go grow the community. Ooh.